awesome stuff. So, and you know what? You can get excited because next Sunday night, Pastor Glennis is going to be preaching, and uh, she's awesome. So, looking forward to that. Oh, come on. No one even clapped. Oh, no, she's running away now. That's okay. Hey, um, the title of my message tonight is Find Me on the Way, Not Find Me on the Way, Not in the Way. And um, I, I wanted to preach tonight um, a little bit about prayer actually a lot about prayer. And, you know, sometimes I think we think that um, when we pray, God gets in our way. But I think what we've got to do is start believing that we're going to find him along the way in the things that he wants us to do. And, you know, um, I decided about a few weeks ago that when we had Grant Cunningham here um, at church, that he was talking about having some time away to pray for his family, to pray for his church, to pray uh, through different things. I decided that sounds like a really great idea. So Amanda had to go to Harvey Bay for a, a conference this week. And uh, so Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, she went off to her seminar and I spent two days um, on the beach praying for our church, praying for you and your family, um, each individual family in the church I prayed for and others along the way, just believing for, um, for the best for you and the best for your family. And I was super excited. And you know, I, I must confess, I'm not, a, I'm not a real prayer warrior. So that's not something I've been ever really good at. I struggle. Um, with, you know, sort of going into, you know, five to seven hours of intercessory prayer for something, you know. Um, I don't know, there are people who love doing that, but I struggle with that. Um, and I, I don't think I'm the only one, but I'm just being totally honest. So I was a little bit concerned about having two whole days, um, but I really felt in my spirit that I wanted to do it. And, um, and you know what? I loved it. It was so awesome. I just had an absolute blast. I had, um, I ended up um, just, I send out um, information to people and I just sent out information and said, if you want me to pray for your family, I'd love to pray for you and um, whatever, or pray for you. And I ended up with about 38 fool's cap pages of things to pray for. And, um, and it was just amazing what God did and, and what God said and, and what came back to me. And, you know, I, I, um, I came back um, excited. I felt I was productive. It was fruitful. And what was the other word I put? Enjoyable. And so next year, when I go away to do it, I'm inviting you to come with me. And um, we might make a weekend of it. And, you know, the devil is an amazingly sneaky little thing. And, you know, I'd drop Amanda to her um, conference at 8.30 in the morning and I'd think, oh, I've just got to go and get something from Bunnings and then I'll go and do that and then I'll go and get what we need for tea tonight and then I'll go and grab a, a coffee on the way back and I'll sit on the beach and I'll drink my coffee. And, I, and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to take two hours to do that. By the time I get back, it'll be 11 o'clock, which will be lunchtime, so I've got to stop and have lunch. And then I've got to turn around and go and pick up Amanda. And so I've lost my whole day. So I thought, no, bunnies can wait, coffee can wait, tea can wait. I'm going back to the beach to pray. And I, I went back and I spent um, two solid days just on the beach praying and believing uh, for you guys for my family and for our church. And I'm excited about what God has told me. Usually it takes me until January, um, about the 25th um, in a new year, to get a word from God for our church for that, that year. Uh, but on 
Tuesday on Wednesday morning, no, Thursday morning, God said to me, grab a chair, go and sit on the beach, take your Bible, take your journal and start writing. Because I, I want to start spelling out a vision for uh, Grace Community Church. I want to spell out a vision for River Life Ministries. I want to spell out a vision for Blackall Community Church and beyond were the words. I want to spell out a vision for our church shenan in the schools. I want to spell that out at the beginning, right here, right now. And I thought, wow, wow, that's pretty awesome. And so for me, I sat there for about two hours, wrote all the stuff down, and I'll tell you some of it at some stage, it's exciting um, stuff. But, you know, I said to God, why do you want me to know that now? Why do you want me to know that now? And he said, because I want you to go back to the people of Grace Community Church and Blackwell Community Church and beyond and tell them what I want for 21 2021 and start getting them excited about what's going to happen because it's going to be an amazing year. And so I'm excited about 2021, even before 2020 finishes. I'm excited about what God's going to do in 2021 with, um, with us as we move forward. And I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, um, in James 5, verse 16 to 18, it says, Make this common practice. Confess your sins to each other. Pray for each other so that you may live together whole and healed. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful and to be reckoned with. Elijah, for instance, um, just like us, prayed that, that it wouldn't rain and it didn't. Not a drop for three and a half years. And then he prayed that it would rain and it did. The showers came and everything started to grow again. I want to tell you that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. What's a righteous person? Someone who's got right standing with God. And that's, that sounds like you and me. Um, so our prayers are powerful and effective. And what God wants for um, your life, what God wants for my life is super, super exciting. Tonight, I want to look at some ways um, that we can use prayer to work in our favour. I may not get through them all tonight, but we'll get through a couple anyway. You know, um, firstly, I want to talk about Move, a mountain moving prayers. Mount, our prayers should not be limited to small matters. You know, sometimes um, we pray for small things and that's, there's nothing wrong with doing that. But our prayers should be mountain moving. Our, pray, our, our God is a big God. We should concern ourselves with the bigger picture. We serve a God who said in Isaiah 59.1, Listen, the Lord's arms are not too short to save, nor is his ear too deaf to hear your call. How awesome is that? When God's arms are not too short and he's not too deaf to hear what um, he wants for your life. And, you know, we've got to start getting to a point where we start praying big, bold, hairy, audacious prayers, not just for our, um, our church and not just for other people, but for our own family and for the things all around us, things that we can't even see happen or achieve on our own because our God's not small enough He's not small enough to be, not say, oh, I can't do that. He's big enough. His arms are long enough and his ear can hear what's going on. Let's start praying some big mountain moving prayers. Who in this room here would say that they have got a mountain in front of them that they would like moved and they're going to start believing and praying with me? I, I, I'm with you. There are things that I want to see moved in my life and we're going to start declaring and start believing 
mountain-moving faith in our lives. Matthew 17 says, Jesus taught saying, I tell you the truth, if you had the faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to the mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. And you know what? We serve that mountain-moving God tonight, a God who does impossible things on a regular basis. When was the last time that you put your faith to the test? When was the last time I put my faith to the test and started to believe God for something that's so much bigger than yourself? If we really stop long enough, our prayers usually are, God, bless my family. God, bless my children. Look after us. Keep us safe. God, thank you for the food that's put in front of us. Um, You know, be with me. And then sometimes there are those prayers that are like, come on, God, we need you to do it right now. But when was the last time that you put something in front of God that scared you? And you thought, "I, I can't even do this on my own. I can't even do this on my own without God. And, and if it doesn't work, it's not going to happen. If God doesn't do it, it can't happen. You know, I have a, a massive thing that I'm praying, believing God for. And you know what? Without God, it can't happen. Without God, it won't happen. I can't even try and make it happen. But all I can do is believe in the mountain-moving God who can do that. And tonight, that's who we serve. We serve that mountain-moving God. We should regularly pray prayers that are so audacious that only God can accomplish them. Audacious prayers could never be accomplished unless God did something only he could do. Well, how awesome is that? How awesome. You know, we should be praying things in our life that only God can do. There's things in our church here that we're believing for that we want to see happen that only God can do. How are we going to build a mezzanine, Josh, up here without God? How are we going to bring in another 50 or 100 people into a mezzanine without God? It's going to cost us money. So maybe that's not the answer. Maybe we need to pull the whole building down and build a bigger church and buy the block of land next door and buy right up the road. I'm not saying that's what we're going to do. But why can't we start believing God for some of those things? Why can't we start believing God? What, how, you know, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? God's going to say, I'm listening to the prayers of someone who's bigger than themselves and something awesome's going to break through. But sometimes with big audacious prayers, the answers don't come instantaneously. They require a lot of wrestling and doing business with God over a long period of time. You can do that, Mark. Mark, can you go and grab me those things now? Josh, can you go with Mark? Darcy, can you go with Mark? Hannah, can you go with Mark? And and, uh, Danielle, can you go with Mark? And Brittany, can you go with Mark? Just to grab something for me and bring it back out here. And um, I want to tell you something that God showed me while we were away. And uh, in the last... um, in the last couple of days. But you know, some of the things that God said to me is we're going to, as a church, have an increased influence in Maryborough, an increased influence more than what we've got now. We're going to need more space than we've ever had before. How do we find more space? What do we do? I don't know. Increased influence in the outback. I'm excited about that. You know, more people to travel and minister where um, in the outback areas. You know, more influence in our schools. We're going to have to get a bigger capacity. Oh, now people are saying, what are these chairs doing here? Okay, so we've got one pile of five, one pile of four, another pile of four, and um, these two ones can just go here, Hannah. Awesome stuff. 
And we've got a couple more ones, and a, oh, another two, and another two, and two more ones. That's what we want. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, we're going to pray for as long as it takes to do the things that God wants us to do. But tonight, I want to show you what God told me was going to happen in 2021. I'm going to go out on a limb with a big, hairy, audacious prayer. Just leave it there, Britt. It's fine. So it's fine there. God said, I'm going to bring some new people into your church. I'm going to bring some new people into your church in 2021. I'm going to bring in a family of five, a family of four, another family of four, or well, three families. Who knows how many kids they'll have. Um, but that's something there. A couple of things... A couple of couples and four singles. 21 new people in 21. These people are the new people coming into grace in 2021. These guys over here are going to be the kids that play with your kids. These kids, these might be the helpers. They're going to help in the kitchen. They're going to help in the kids' church. They're going to run um, our youth group. They're going to take on our young adults' group. They're going to do our men's ministry. That This family over here might take on a discipling group. They might become your best friends. But what we've got to do is start believing for them to come in the door. And, you know, I want people to walk through those doors and go, what are those red chairs up the front there? I said, they're for you. There's your two. You're a couple. Do you want to come to Grace? Awesome. There's your two. Because we're praying for you to come into our church. We're going to start believing and praying for new people to come into our church in 2021 to make a way for the bigger capacity that God has got for us to do. Are you ready to go with me on this journey? Because we can't do it on our own. I started listening to some of the things that God was saying um, about grace doing in 2021 and I was getting tired already. I was thinking, God, I cannot do all that. Jess and James, they don't want to hear all that stuff. They're alre we're already overstretched. And God said, that's why I'm giving you three new families, two new couples and four new singles because you're going to need them. You're going to need them. You're going to need them. And... We need to start praying a big, hairy, audacious prayer that by, the, by 2021, these are filled up. During 2021, these are filled up and maybe we bring out another 21 um, and fill them up as well. This is just January. Yes, I'll take that. Just for January, the 21 for January. But the exciting thing is there's, new, there's more kids coming into our church because there's families coming. You know, there's more couples coming in, which means that there's a lot more younger people coming into our world as well. There's single people, hava, hava. Um, who knows what that means? More weddings for us to do maybe. But we're going to start believing and dreaming forward some big, hairy, audacious prayers about the fact what God is doing. Because if we're going to end up being a church that is um, increased influence, Increased influence in the outback, more people to travel and minister in the outback, more influence in our schools and a bigger capacity. 21 want to be, had want to be our starting point. 21 had want to be our starting point. James says, I'm already taking those two and that one and that one and that one and that one and putting them in the sound desk. Yeah. No, he says, I want the lot. Okay. He's being a bit greedy now because Jess is saying, I want those two and those two to go on up here on the sound. I say, I'm taking all of these ones. Yeah, well, who knows? We're just going to pray and believe. What you want these people to be, start praying and believing. So let's start getting uh, bigger, 
bolder prayers as we go on. Who's excited a little bit, a little tiny bit about 2021? If God's already giving us a vision now at the end of 2020 for 2021, He's saying, Grace Community Church, get ready, get ready, get ready, because I'm about to do something pretty awesome. And I'm excited about that. And you know, number two, we're going to pray for as long as it takes. I'm going to pray for as long as it takes prayers. You know, we sometimes need ASAP prayers, as soon as possible prayers, but we also need ALAIT prayers, as long as it takes prayers. I like acronyms. There's nothing wrong with asking God to move quickly. David in the Psalms said that. And in Psalm 69, it says, God, God, save me. I'm over my head. Quicksand under me, swamp water over me. I'm going down for the third time. I'm hoarse from calling for help, bleary-eyed from searching the skies for God. I've got more enemies than hairs on my head. Sneaks and liars are out to knife me in the back. What I never stole, I must give back. That was an ASAP prayer. I'm going down for the third time. I'm not going to come up again. God, I need you to save me. There's nothing wrong with those prayers. In Psalm 14, verse 141, it says, I call to the Lord, come quickly to me. Hear me when I call you. May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting of my hands be like an evening sacrifice. You know, sometimes we do need help right now, God. We need those prayers right now. I tell you what, at youth group on Friday night, if I hold up a, a massive piece of Toblerone chocolate like this and I say, who wants this? Me, 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 I want it. Give it to me, me. They're running to the front down here to grab it off me before, you know, before anybody else gets to it. That's sometimes what we need to do to God. God, I need you. Intercede now, now. I need an answer now. I need some help now, 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 now. But sometimes... It takes a little bit longer than that. It's clear in the scripture that God not only works through our prayers, he also works on us as we pray. Ouch. That really, I, I, that sucks that little bit actually. Because, you know, I want God just to answer my prayers. I don't want to change. I don't want to be different. I don't want to be anybody different. But God says, no, 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 Mr. Waterson. I need you to change. I need you to be someone better than you are. And, I, and maybe you need to pray, pray and pray a little bit more until we break through in this area and then you'll get your answer. And so God wants to work through us while we wait. And oftentimes it takes patience, it takes time and persistence for the answer to come through. You know, Daniel, um, in um, the book of Daniel chapter 10, um, he prayed um, about a, a, a war, a big war, and it took three weeks for the answer to come. And he fasted and he prayed and he didn't shave and he didn't shower. And um, that sounds disgusting to me, honestly. If we have a prayer retreat, we're not doing that, okay? So we will shower, I promise you that. And, um, and I will shave. Three weeks without shaving, I don't know if I could do it. Um, but, you know, um, he, he went on for three weeks that went on for, before finally the answer came. After three weeks, the answer came. Now, God, it says at the bottom of um, Daniel there, it says, um, um, from the moment you decided to humble yourself and receive understanding, your prayer was heard, and I set out to come to you, but I was waylaid. Sometimes, you know, we're praying for something, and we don't know what's holding it up. You know, there's, there's a war going on up there. There's a war going up in the heavenly realms over you and me every time we pray. 
And you know, when we pray, um, there is good and evil, and they're trying to stop it happening. And you know, they're having a little battle up there, whatever, whatever. And sometimes it just takes a little bit of time for it to all get to where it needs to get to. But in the end, we win. We often have no clue of how much God is working through our prayers. Jesus actually taught us to pray like this, the persistent widow in Luke 18. Then Jesus told the parable of the persistent widow, show them, tell them to keep praying and never give up. And sometimes I think we are so close. I don't know if you've ever seen that little meme um, where the, the guy's there shoveling, looking for, for gold, and he's shoveling and he's shoveling and he's shoveling and he gets about this close and he gives up. And then, you know, and then just think, oh, just one more scrape and you would have had the mother load. And tonight, you know, we need to um, not give up. We need to be persistent in our prayers and continue and continue and continue because God's got the answer. And maybe if you're not getting the answers, ask God, show me what I need to do differently. Show me what I need to do differently. Am I doing something that I need to learn? Is there something that I need to do differently for this answer to come? Because God wants to answer your prayers. You know, maybe tonight, you need to just forgive someone. Maybe tonight you need to forgive someone for something um, so that you can just move forward in your prayer life. And I know that for me um, personally, you know, I, I, there's been some times that I've not wanted to forgive. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's hard to forgive people sometimes. And you just think, oh, it's not, I can't do it. Well, you can't not do it because it will hinder everything that God wants to do in your life. And it'll, it'll stop you from reaching your full potential. And so release yourself tonight and don't be held back in your prayers by having unforgiveness in your heart or holding a grudge against someone because you think it's hurting them. Because it's not, it's only hurting you. And so tonight, you know, don't let anything stop you from praying, from being the person that God created you to be and praying through that. But lastly tonight, I just wanted to say that God wants you to pray his word. Yes. Dwight L. Moody said, when I pray, I talk to God. But when I read the Bible, God is talking to me. And it is really more important that God should speak to me than I should speak to him. I believe we should know better how to pray if we knew our Bibles better. What is an army good for if they don't know how to use their weapons? And you know, sometimes um, when we're praying, we need to have our armour on. We need to have our battle weapons ready. We need to be able to pray through the things that we need to pray through and, and say, God, this is a promise of yours. This is a promise in your word and I'm going to claim it, I'm going to pray it and I'm going to believe it tonight. You know, there's, over, there's more than 3,000 promises in God's word. Can you believe that? There's 3,000 promises in God's Word. I don't know if I know all 3,000. I know about 2,998 of them, Chris. But no, I don't, know if I, know, I don't know if I know many of them at all. But if you started thinking right now, what are some of the promises? Just think it through yourself. What are some of the promises in the Bible? Some of those 3,000 promises that God has given me in His Word. What are they that I can start to pray? You know, you might be able to get to five. You might be able to get to 10. If you're really good, you might be able to get to 20. But we need to have Scripture 
in our hearts so that we can start speaking it out in our situation and start saying, this is what I'm declaring over my life, over my family's life, over my situation. It's not just prayers out of my mouth, it's prayers out of the Word of God, the Word of God that can change every situation. What are some of those? God, I know tonight that you have a plan for me. I know that you are going to prosper me and not harm me and give me a future and a hope. I declare that tonight. I declare in Jeremiah 29, 11 that you said you're going to give me a future. You're going to give my kids a future. You're going to give me a hope. You're going to bless me and not harm me. And I'm going to pray and believe that because it's in your word in Jeremiah 29, 11 and it's your word and I'm going to pray it and I'm going to believe it and I'm going to claim it and thank you, Jesus, that it's mine. That's how we can start praying and that's how we start to win. What about in Matthew 11? Lord, I'm coming to you because I am weary and I am burdened tonight. And I know because you say you will give me rest and I'm going to lean upon you for, I, for, for you are gentle and humble. And I know that you give rest to my soul. This is how we have to start praying some of those things. If you need rest tonight, uh, tell God, you speak the word of God. Come to me for I am weary but you are going to give me rest. Thank you, God, that you promised you're going to give me rest tonight. What about um, Isaiah 40? He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youth will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar on the wings of eagles. They will run and not grow weary and walk and not grow faint. Let's personalise it for you. Lord, I am weak. I haven't got any strength. I'm getting old. I feel powerless. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But you tell me that those who come to you, you will give new strength. We can soar on the wings of an eagle like those eagles do. We're going to run and not grow weary. And today I'm going to walk and I'm not going to grow faint because that's a promise that you gave me and I'm claiming it tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what we need to start praying like that. That will be, those prayers will become powerful and effective. Philippians 4. And the same... God, who takes care of me, will supply all of my needs from his glorious riches, which has been given in Christ Jesus. You tell us in Philippians 4, verse 19, Lord, that you will provide all my needs. You are going to give me everything that I need. So I will just rest in you. I will trust you. I will not worry because you said you would provide it, God. So I can just dwell and wait for you to answer that prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. How many is that? That's four out of 3,000 so far. We've only got another 2,000. Um, 996 to go, so we shouldn't be here for long. <laughs> Isaiah 40, he gives strength to the weary and increases power to the weak. God, today I claim strength and power from you. I feel weak. Give me the power that I need to get through today in Jesus' name. I'm going to need that prayer this week. I'm going on grade six camp with Amanda. I tell you what, I might by Wednesday be feeling we're weary and weak, but God's going to give us power and strength. You know, do not be anxious about anything. God, I'm not going to be anxious today because in every situation, I'm going to pray and come to you with thanksgiving and give you my requests because you say that your peace will transcend all understanding and you're going to guard my heart in Christ Jesus. I'm praying that, I'm believing it, I'm declaring that today in Jesus' name. You can't get better than speaking Scripture. You know, I, I, um, I could go on forever. 
Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all of your ways and He'll make your path straight. Say, God, you're telling me that I'm going to trust in you tonight. I'm going to lean on you and you're going to make my path straight. So I'm going to sit down here and I'm just going to wait. And I'm going to let my heart not be troubled and I'm going to believe in you and I'm going to just say, you've got this. Amen. It's that simple. It's that simple. But when we start to pray and we start to believe, sometimes the enemy tries to come in and stop us from reaching our full potential. But we can't let him do it. We can't let him distract us. You know, I don't know how, how often you have been like me. Maybe it's just me. I decide on a, a Wednesday morning, I'm going to put on my worship music. I'm going to go into the office. I'm going to get down on my knees and I'm going to pray and believe for the people in our church and pray for my family. And so I put on, I raise a hallelujah. Oh, I wonder if the kitchen's been cleaned this week. And gee, uh, um, the kitchen, no, why not? we've got to get Cassie to ring Amelia because I don't know whether that could, oh, AA's coming in this week. Have they got a key? Is there a key for AA? Oh, I better ring Will and tell him the mats need to be pulled up for jujitsu. Oh, but how are they going to clean under the mats? How will that be COVID? Lisa? What about the toilets? And by, by the time I know it, 15 worship songs have gone through and I haven't prayed once. All I've done is worried about the toilets because the devil got me distracted by the kitchen. <laughs> Am I the only one who that happens to? Come on. You know, God want me to go away and pray for two days. He's trying to get up to Bunnings to spend cash. He's trying to get me to, you know, and some of those things were really good things that I had to do, by the way. Some of them get coffee. That was a good thing. You know, um, good coffee that you can't make in your caravan. Um, but I had to resist that temptation and go and pray. And because I did that, wow. God spoke to me and I had so many breakthroughs in different things. But the enemy is going to come and try and rob you from that time. I wonder if we started to pray scripture and we started to commit to praying, moving, mountain moving prayers, persistence prayers, biblical promise prayers. I think we become so powerful and so effective in everything that we do. And you know, tonight, I don't know uh, where you're at in your journey, uh, but my prayer life over the years has been less than average. Um, my prayer life over the year has been, years has been less than average. I have got much better in the last few years. Um, I think becoming uh, a first-time pastor in the church has caused me to have to pray because I have no idea what on earth I'm doing. Um, so I've got to go to God and get him to tell me what to do. And, um, but, you know, the last few years I've committed to, to praying more and believing more and doing the things. But, you know, I've seen the answers come when I have stopped and prayed. And, you know, we have believed in places you know one of the things I've, I've been praying um, and you know it's it's hard sometimes to speak it out and say oh because people think oh you're daft you're daft you know like 21 people I've just made I've just made a big statement here haven't I what if at the end of 2021 we've lost 21 people how stupid would you feel then Graham well I'll worry about it then I'll worry about it then right now I'm worried about these 21 people and there are 21 new families coming into our church. But you know, like 
I could pray and say things. Like I've been saying to our families out west in, um, in Blackall and in Quilpie and all the people I'm praying for rain. I'm believing for monsoonal rain in January, February for the west. You know, for me, monsoonal rain is like we had in Mackay where it rained for days, nice, light, drizzly rain. Just, um, it just watered the earth and it just filled up all of those things that needed to be filled up and it was just awesome. And I'm believing that for out west, monsoonal rain in uh, January, February next year. Now, am I, what, what's going to happen if it doesn't rain? I'm going to feel pretty stupid. But what if it does? What if it does? You know, I'm not called to make it rain. I'm called to speak to the rainmaker and tell him what my petition is. That's all I'm called to do. And so maybe tonight as a church, I don't know what your situation is. You know, we, we were saying to some of our young people that live at the chapel on Friday night, we had a, a prayer circle where we were just praying for some people. And you know, I said, start hearing from God. What's God saying to you? And some of our young people who um, haven't been um, hearing from God too much started having prophetic words and started speaking into the lives of some of us guys. One of the girls had a prophetic word for me, which was spot on. I loved it. She said that even though I'm getting old, how cruel is that? <laughs> even though I'm getting old, um, my mind and my body will not get old. I will stay young until God has finished doing what he wants to do in me. And that's something that I've been believing God for and I want that in my life. You know, um, the closer we get to God, the more we pray, the more we do those things, the more we're going to start seeing breakthrough in our lives. And I just know that we are positioned as a church for greatness, not just in Maribara, but in Blackall and beyond. In our school, the influence that we're going to have is going to be incredibly awesome. And I don't know, you can come up now, Jess, if you just want to. Um, I don't know what you're thinking tonight, but I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about the future of Grace Community Church. I'm pretty excited that we get to influence Maribara. I'm pretty excited that we get influence Blackall, and that won't be the end of that. I'm pretty excited that we get to do something awesome in our schools next year, and I am so thankful that God is doing something amazing. And you know, tonight, I don't know what you're needing prayer for, but if you need prayer tonight, and you're thinking, God, it's a big, hairy, audacious prayer. I need healing and it hasn't come. I need a financial breakthrough and it hasn't come. I've been sitting on a vision or a dream for years and it hasn't come. I want you to do something tonight. I want you to stand where you are. I don't need to even know what it is. Truthfully, I'm just going to believe with you tonight that the God of the universe is going to break through in your situation right now. I'm going to believe that tonight. And so if you need prayer tonight, you stand up where you are and we're going to pray for you right now. Come on.